You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, right off the bat, Happy New Year. Everybody who was listening, we are back here talking about Matrix Resurrections. I don't like these titles that they have. Uh, Reloaded, and what, what was the third one called? What's that? I don't know. Oh, the Matrix, the Matrix Reloaded, and then what was the, I don't remember the third one was called, but we're here talking about Matrix Resurrections. Uh, Revolutions. Erica, Revolutions. Bad names. Eric, how the hell are you doing today? I am excited to talk about this one. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to hide my feelings uh, much, to be honest with you. Well, then let's, let's go about expectations first. Sure. Because yeah. I, I think a lot of people going into this were thinking that well, they don't know what to expect, but they weren't expecting to be wowed by like the first one, right? I was. You can't. I was, I was, I was. It's very rare that lightning strikes twice in the movie business. Obviously, lightning strikes twice all the time in the real world. Uh, that's just how science works. But in this movie, in a franchise, it's hard for especially a cast, an aging cast, to. To hit it twice, it's doesn't often happen, right? Well, Star Wars maybe is, is a good example. Well, sure, but I thought this is different than Star Wars, though. I felt like we were in good hands uh, when I when I heard they were making the movie for sure because it's been in development hell for years. And when I heard that one of the Wachowski siblings uh, was going to do it, I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's go back to. Um, you know, let's go back to conclude whatever they couldn't get a chance to conclude. But then I was like, hey, wait a minute, though. This is the artist that's destroying their project. Ollie Ridley Scott, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas. Is that going to happen? No, it shouldn't happen. The trailer looked good, right? I mean, like, the trailer looked good. And I was ready for it. Um, yeah. Excited as, as all hell. How about this? I was going in, into this movie expecting to give it a medium. You know what I mean? Like... Like, I wasn't going in this movie expecting, oh, dude, this is going to be a large bag, dude. Like, you know, like I, 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 get I, it. I was expecting to like it enough. I, I just don't know what I was e- expecting. I was going well, this almost eager to know what, because I know that you look it up, and I, I don't, but I really was going to eager to know what the, the plot was going to be, what mm. their you know, where they were going to go with this, what the characters were doing, why they chose to recast how they did, and why some are older than others. And I really wanted to know what was what was happening here. And boy, did we get answers. We did. We did. I, I mean, answers that I don't want, answers that never needed to be. Like, it'd be one thing to me if if it was, hey, I got I to gotta conclude Right, I got to conclude. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to dead air, but I'm just trying to find my words on this. Is, I is it conclu- tough because you wanted to like it, but you ended yeah. up? Yeah. Yeah, because it's like it's like okay, you're making a fourth one. No rumors have been said if they signed on to do two more you know, movies to make another trilogy. Nothing's been said of that. So it's like okay, how are they going to do this? Right, and it was. Are you? Do you have more to say? Is there more things that we don't know about? Right. Because stuff that we learn in the second movie is not at all what they set up here, so it's just like. Well, how about how about we do that? Let's 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 talk about how we got here, because you would, uh, you and I had talked a little bit about where, well, basically just summing up those three movies to to this point, in what direction that we thought they were going to go in. Right. And you brought up a very good point, a very good kind of absolute that the architect in the second film basically gave the the repeating story. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that scene is long. That scene is drawn out. But if you pay attention to the, uh, to, the, to the scene, it's that long scene where Neo's in a room with a bunch of TVs and he's talking to the architect, the program that creates the Matrix, right? Mm-hmm. And he pretty much is telling Neo um, that, hey, uh, you are a glitch. You are a glitch that the machines accidentally created. Uh, there was always going to be a Neo. 
It may not always look like you. It may be a woman. It may be a dog. You know, he didn't say those words, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, it, it, there were there will always be a Neo, and you will always have a Mr. Smith, whatever that character is going to be, always fighting against each other. There will always be a Trinity, blah, 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 blah. So to watch this trailer, which there's scenes not even in the movie, but in the trailer there are scenes of Neo walking around the city, and everybody's just looking at their cell phones, taking blue pills, constantly taking blue pills. Everywhere he goes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what's going on. So now the machines are getting smarter, right? Then I know that this glitch is here, right? Mm -hmm. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, I, I, I was on board maybe a third of this movie. Just oh. really, because I understood this premise of there always will be the one. So how do you combat that? Well, we have these different versions of the Matrix that are being devised to camouflage and to keep this, this right, the wool over the eyes to make sure that everyone's not focused on that and doesn't see the truth of that and just, well, keep them moving forward and keep them as warm bodies so that they can power the robots, right? Right. And I would think by now, though, that because at the end of the third movie, there's a truce. Neil walks up to, I don't know, the president of the machines, whatever that big face was. Yep. And the machine's like, hey, Mr. Smith is a virus. He's kind of destroying everything. And Neil's like, let me fight him. And then the guy's like, okay, well, what, what happens if you, if you win? Neil says, I just want peace. So that's what I was thinking. Like, I didn't think there's going to be a Matrix anymore. Yeah. Because they, because they even said in the third movie, I think it's Morpheus or Niobe or somebody, says in the third movie – that we are going to free as many minds as we possibly can. And yeah. the machines will let them do it. So why having this doesn't make any sense. Well, this, this real-world conflict seems, seems unusual because it, it really feels in every way that it's described in all of the movies that in every situation the machines have the upper hand mm -hmm. and we're shown for them to be this logical, very unsympathetic form, you know, sentient form of life. So almost, you know, like in, like out of like primal, like primal animal instinct where it's like their actions are just out of survival and not out of thought for emotion. So why would they, their actions don't, don't really make sense to me. No, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, I'm not an anime guy at all. We know this. Uh, but of course, we got the Animatrix. Have you heard of that? Of course. Yes, yes, I've heard of Animatrix. Now, I'm not a fan of any of the segments, but there is that segment where it was a prequel about how everything happened, and that's what you do, right? You make that into a feature-length film. You make yeah. the you make the War of the Machine. Yeah, I I treat this as because they've done this with so many other uh, franchises as well too, Starship Troopers had like the roughnecks where right, it's right. it's easier just to make like these digital shorts now to complete the world or add new characters uh star wars obviously has done it many many times now i i don't know if it adds anything to to the world it just uh, adds maybe more confusion because you're adding now separate storylines that could be well they're and in their own right, better off on their own. And when you mix them with everyone else, it's just, you know, there's, there's, there's too much paint in the bucket. Which and is why I think that's not what they should look have done. Good. Yeah. Which is why they should have done that. But no, we got to sell tickets. We got to get butts in the seats. We're not going to release this on a, yes, it was released on a streaming platform. Sorry. Uh, we got to release this in theaters as well. Let's get them in and we get this movie. And, um, you know, I know a lot of people who listen to our shows know that since you and I have been doing this for a long time, I think we have this curse and this gift. And what I think that is, it may be just me, not for you, really, but I instantly will know if this movie is going to be worth it within the first five minutes. Just, well, then let's go over the first five minutes of this film. That's what I want to go over. It's a shot-for-shot shot remake, just like Psycho. And... I'm already confused. I mean, it is these 
humans in the real world are seeing behind the scenes what happened with Trinity, but then she gets captured. Doesn't make sense. And and I'm and I'm, I'm not trying to be vague on purpose. It that's literally what happens. Cops come in. She does her matrix moves all the time. Huh? Huh? She leaves. She jumps on the on the roof. By the way, it's not Trinity. It's Trinity, but it's a different actress. And she's been chased and chased just like in the first opening minutes of the movie. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is not how you open this. Because I'm confused at this point. So what is that? Is that the Matrix? Is that them trying to find Neo? I'm really confused in this beginning. What this beginning seemed to me, what they call it, a modal? that was set up by Neo. So from what I understand is that Thomas Anderson, who we are now introduced to as in after this Trinity sequence with Bug and uh, Seek. Is that the new the new train? Yeah, the, the, the module guy. Yeah. And actually, I don't even have the IMDb up here. Let me pull this up while we're doing this. Uh, is that they're like watching this this sequence because Thomas Anderson, I guess, has been having thoughts or dreams or just I don't know uh, impulses that something else is happening. That this is very neo stuff. You know, mm-hmm. this isn't the real world. This doesn't feel right. This feels like I'm in a, a simulation. And so he ran a. A, a, a this this little local kind of modal program to I don't know if it's supposed to just run sequence and just test, but obviously that's what it was supposed to do. I think he was hunting for some sort of irregularity or some sort of rogue sequence that was in his original program. I don't know why he was compelled to do it, but in doing so, he ended up finding Morpheus. I don't like this guy. 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 One more time. I don't like this guy. I don't like anybody in this movie. Is it is it to the fault of the actor, or is it just completely making oh. Morpheus this this program, this this application in the background now, which is kind of a weird thing to introduce in this world, where that that ro- that programs and applications are their own person, which is. Maybe I'm just too far removed in the 20th century to even accept that, but I don't want to walk in my house and meet Tinder, you know, as a person. Right. No. Um. One, right off the bat, one is when you have a new actor playing like the same character, you kind of take me out of it a little bit because it's like, okay, what is this new face going to add, right? Absolutely. This casting is always, is always a... Right. A big, big move. In this case, it doesn't add much. Um, I don't like that he is not Morpheus that we know. Um, I also was confused because I'm like, oh, is this a prequel? It's not because he's younger. Like, are they establishing that? A lot of confusion with it. To me, and and I can't find the words, Eric, so forgive me. But to me, this movie is the Wachowskis just orgasming that they made a good trilogy. You know what I mean? Like. Hey, this is the greatest hits, you know, and love us because we did this. And it doesn't matter, you know, if uh, the original guitarist and the band is not there anymore. It's still the same music. It's not. I, you know what I mean? I Yeah, I, I'm there with you. It just feels like they they were I, – I could go so many more influences from other movies to make this movie. Like a little piece, a little piece of like Lawnmower Man, a little piece of like – Johnny Mnemonic, Uh uh, a little piece of like a brain scan even. It it just seems like it was like it's just a hodgepodge movie. Yeah. The bigger part of it that I I had said is when you completed this movie, it really felt like like three movies into one. Absolutely. It was like somebody was like, hey, we had this trilogy and then some suit which just had said, you know what? I see that this is a three movie arc here how about we just take this whole thing and let's make it into just one movie yeah instead. there's no reason for the length was like two hours and 40 some minutes no reason um yeah. look at yeah. it with the first matrix wasn't that a wasn't that a brisk 90 minutes 
Mm-hmm. So didn't like any of that. But what I don't like also is that in this world of the Matrix, Neo, played by Keanu Reeves, is a computer gamer programmer guy. And the Matrix is a video game. He made a trilogy of the Matrix. Everything that we know in those movies is actually a video game. And now the studio, Warner Brothers, their characters in the movie, is demanding that he makes another trilogy. That was artistic douchebaggery at its finest. It's very meta. Yeah, very, very – oh, they're telling me to make another one. I just – gross. Um, And also his business partner is Mr. Smith. I – I don't like that either. To jump ahead, I'm not going to talk about it in great detail, but just to say, since we're talking about the beginning here, we as the audience see Keanu Reeves as Neo, but everybody else in the Matrix sees him as this older guy with a gray beard. It doesn't even look like Keanu Reeves. That's that's I, I get it, Eric. They're like, okay, well, you know, we got to hide the one. But he's not even the one. At the yeah. end of the movie, he's not even the one. Yeah, I this is where I was confused as well too. Like this is really where it starts to go downhill for me. Is right, yeah. is after they uh, wake him up. So right. yeah, I'm sorry. There's there's this clear difference. There's there's Neo that we know, but this is Thomas Anderson, the right. game game developer. So yeah, he gets all these little, you know, itches that this is a simulation, real world thing, and we get a callback kind of to the first one where he's in the office and he gets the cell phone with the text that says if you want the the truth meet me here at the end of the hall and the very right or left white rabbit-esque thing from the first movie. Stupid. Again, they're just doing callbacks. There's no reason for that. You know what this is? This is The Force Awakens. Yeah. Like, it's it's, hey guys, remember? It worked in the first movie. We're gonna do it this time. Yeah, it's no, it's frustrating, right. and of course, you know, the, uh, they uh, they find the real Anderson. He is uh, a hot jump and a skip away from Trinity in the real world, because let's talk about that. We find out later on that the machines have to get them close together because together, but not together, they create like endless amount of energy. Yeah, this this uh, takes sure. half an hour in the movie is. The part that's going to get rewound and, and rewatched more than once because it is a lot of information thrown at you in a in a short amount of time. He wakes up, he gets rescued. I have a lot of questions about that, by the way. Mm-hmm. But whatever, we'll just machines, I guess, are flawed. And no matter how uh, evolved or evolutionary they can be, you know, they just oh, they make mistakes too. Like not putting security around any of their fucking valuables, I guess. And they just also leave open doors, too. Open doors and windows. They just, just oh, and machines are also our friends too. Forget that. Some of them, yeah. But yeah, that that was kind of weird too. Because when that happened, I was questioning it. But then, yeah, he gets re- revived back into the real world, and he's not on the Nebuchadnezzar anymore. He's on uh, Bugs' ship, right? Whatever that thing was called. And they go to not uh, not Zion. But what's the new world now? I.O. I.O. Yeah. Which doesn't look like it's underground. Right. It doesn't. It looks kind of like this little like halfway or at least more surfaced than the other. Right. Well, yeah, because because there's peace now. Right. So it looks like they're kind of underground because Zion was completely underground. This but, one yeah. has a sky. It looks it, like. Well, they're doing some sort of moisture farming right is there some sort of moisture from the rocks that they can somehow okay again a lot of information and they've also expanded their botany department so that they can grow organically now the, right and I, yeah, yeah the, the the soupy syrup oatmeal stuff cornflakes that we were introduced to in the first ones has now gone into strawberries salads and a whole smorgasbord of healthy food right i am so happy that they got that right that's what they need also what i call bs on too is in the very very first movie it took neo a little bit to get um understanding or familiar with the real world um he even uh he was losing his mind in the very beginning when he got pulled out of the matrix right this movie he gets pulled out it's like nothing 
Like, not even a big deal. He's like, oh, yeah, cool. Is it because he knew all along? I don't like that stuff either, Eric. No, I, I don't like that either. It seems like he was almost used to it, you know? Like Dorothy right. going back in the tornado or something, shit like that, right. so she can go back to Oz and just, like, oh, oh yeah, you tell me I just got to wake up? Easy. It, it just seemed like he was used to it. it it's like that should have been new. He shouldn't have remembered all of that, but I guess he did because he just knew the process. Right. Well, and then we also get introduced to an old Niobe for absolutely no reason. And did you look it up in IMDb? Because I haven't yet. Is that played by Jada Pinkett or is that another actress? Oh, here, let me... Because um... I'm curious, because if, if so, then why? Why underneath all that makeup? You know what I mean? Like, I really hope Jada Pinkett did <laughs> not do this. It, it didn't look like Jada Pinkett, I can tell you that. No, so that's was it? Like, it was Jada. Yes. Well, that changes my rating even more. Um, no, so it, it did not look like her. I, I yeah. can tell you that it looked like it was somebody else completely. But right. But that's but, yeah. that, but that's but that's changing my rating in a negative way now, because it's like let's take a character that really was a C level character in the original trilogy, and all she was was Morpheus's ex lover. I mean, she wasn't even, you know, she was literally Morpheus's ex-lover. That was it. Mm -hmm. And she had, she was, she was nothing of a character. So have her be the leader of IO and organic grown and this and that and this and that. It's, to me, it's nonsense. What's not nonsense is Neil Patrick Harris in this movie because he was really fun in the beginning. Uh, his blue glasses was laugh out loud ridiculous. But then I turned on him when they're in the Matrix, and he shows up, Neil Patrick Harris. He is playing the therapist of Neil. And my theory was right, Eric. You and I had a conversation a few days prior, or yesterday, that I thought that Neil Patrick Harris was the architect. And he is the architect, and he has to do a data dump for he, 15 minutes. He is the analyst. It's the same thing. But yeah, uh, we skipped over as the Niobe character was introduced. She goes off into the rant about how the robot wars started, which was uh, just just a lot. So as I understand it, that after the peace was bartered between Neo and the robots, that the robots started to have some self-doubts within the organization. Right. And... They were having their own dispute over power, over the the humans, the batteries themselves, and the, over the, the power that they generated. And so there were wars about the power distribution because I guess some of the robots were taking more of the power to themselves. Or okay, was, so here's there was a, there was a fight. Yeah, there was a fight to that, and that's when the analyst came in and found a solution to the power was to use Neo and Trinity. As, as kind of to as a what like an arc reactor almost put them close but not too close so that they can react with each other in continuous Absolutely. loop. Yeah, yeah. So, now, uh, so yeah, that's that's where we're at, right? Is that we have a Matrix three point oh four point oh whatever the hell, um, where Neo and Trinity are in a private pod cell to their own completely unguarded of course guarded twice by the way and yeah they can just do whatever unguarded whatever. twice yeah that's go ahead Here, here's my thing is i think right there could have been the movie and what i mean is i like that concept right that pretty much a human Right, won won the war. These are machines. They they scorched the uh, the sky. They they have found out that these machines can turn humans into batteries to give them energy. We are their we're their cows, right? So that should have been the movie. Was literally machines going, hey hey hey, we lost to a human, right? And the other machines are like, no, it's cool. And then the movie should be these characters thrown into a civil war. That probably would have been better. But the way you describe it is that okay, we are we are the cows that that they herd for for whatever. But this movie has turned into like some sort of silly 
comedy where the cows keep on escaping from from the pen and then these hillbilly farmers have to go out there and be like oh where did our cows go well we've got to bring them back in oh why did they i just got the one of the other one got out now close the damn gate i don't understand why these hyper intelligent people can can make energy from from people possible but they they keep on dropping because I think the movie is trying in some way, in some form, and I could be totally wrong, and I'm giving the movie a lot of credit by saying this statement, that I think that no matter what, the human race is supposed to succeed, and the machines are going to eventually fail. So that's what I think the movie's trying to tell us. Hey, we're going to create these this, this I, matrix I world. It, man. Oh, I, oh, no, I absolutely hate it, too. Like it's like it's I'm supposed to believe like, that the, rob- uh, the robot's greatest weakness is being unable to to point out which pictures are an airplane our a robot's yeah. greatest weakness is to to keep all the cats inside of a box like because yeah. it can't do that it doesn't know how to do it oh it's weird I'd put one back in but another one jumps out i don't know how to do it it's just impossible like this is really you're able to do quantum computing and, and mathematics but that's just that defeats you Right. Absolutely. No. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I am, I am giving the movie more credit than what I think it deserves. Like, I think if there was a better movie, I think if we had better people involved, um, I think that they could have explored that more. Hey, this, this completely perfect organism that not organism, but this perfect computer that does absolutely nothing wrong. Who is calculating ones and zeros, ones and zeros is always destined to fail because of one way or another. That is not a bad concept, but this movie doesn't have the guts to do that. What it has the guts to do is to bring up characters from the past. Uh, later on, after the Neil Patrick Harris da- uh, data dump, they get into a fight, like in this uh, abandoned warehouse or whatever. And there are people that are pro- not people. There are programs that are exiled, and they kept on focusing on this one program who didn't fight anybody, who had a long beard, kept on hooping and hollering. Who the heck is that guy? Uh, you're talking about the those are the exiled, right? Is that what it is? Right, right. But they kept on focusing on that on the, on, on the Santa Claus guy. Yeah, and I'm uh, like, is this is this a character from the previous trilogy? I believe it was from one of the shorts. That's only from the comment that I got online. Okay. I'm pretty sure that that is something for the for the ultra fans. Because okay, I, I definitely didn't know, but I, I could have swore that somebody said online that, that that it is a reference to, yeah, to that one see, piece of thing that we didn't see, Jordan. See, I thought it was, and this is me being stupid, and I know this was stupid, but I'm trying to understand. And it's not like I have a small TV. I have a 65-inch in the living room, so it's not small. Like I can see the faces. And I'm like, is that supposed to be the Merovingian? You know what I'm talking about? That yeah. fancy French guy? Yeah. You know? Is that who's that supposed to be? You know, but no, he's not speaking French and bubble. Like, I, I just didn't understand. No, that's what I thought it was, too. Hold on, I'm looking up. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a the program. Single, not in the head. Oh, yeah. I guess they were. They are known to run on, like, ceilings and walls and stuff. Like the other characters do? They, yeah, they were very selective on the action in this movie, too. Boring, 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 boring. There is not a freeway scene. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just spoil this right now for you and for the fans. I'm not a Matrix guy. When that first movie came out, I was a perfect age for it. It blew everybody away with bullet time. The story was fun. I'm a fan of that first movie. Those sequels suck. I would give the number two and number three both small or no bags. And I'm not trying to say that just to be a jerk. Like if you really sit down and look about it, movies suck and they're just not good. Well, because so, it was never a good story. It was just a good action movie. No, I would, I would actually fight you on that. I think that the first movie, of course you'll fight me on it. Cause it's an action movie, Jordan. No. Yeah. Well, nice. No, I just, I feel that the first movie was a good enough story. It was the Terminator for a new generation, if you will. You know, like, okay, humans, machines, we've heard this before, but this is what happens. You know, like, the good thing about what the first Matrix does is that it takes familiar source material and familiar stories 
and it adds new flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Because like in Terminator, the machines just want to kill us to kill us. They didn't use us for anything, right? So in this world, the machines put us into a simulation to harvest energy from us so they can continue to live. Okay, cool. Like that, that's, that's a concept that I can go with. Uh, but that's just my two cents on that. Also, let's bring out another character that nobody cares about. The little Indian girl from the third movie in the train station. Now she's all grown up and she's the new Oracle? Uh, Sati, is that her name? Because the Oracle and her were cool at the end of the last movie. She was in the last scene of the third movie. Yeah, yeah. That's, so uh, she's the Oracle? Yeah, sure. I don't know if that's okay. just like some star power that they were bringing in. Star power? Yeah, that's Priyanka Chopra. Chopra? And who was that? She's married to one of the Jonas Brothers. She's huge in Bollywood. She's she's, she's big. I understand. I, that, I you know I, I get it. We're, we're we're Western culture here. We're we're Hollywood. She she's making the rounds. Like I'm. I, I'm I'm very sorry, and I and I find, and I'm going to sound very ignorant, but I've heard the name. I'm not the name, but I've heard the word. So can you explain it to me Bollywood? Why do I know that? What does that mean? Uh, Bollywood is the industry for the, uh, a lot of, uh, Indian movies, you know, um, remember like, uh, Jai Ho, that was a huge introduction to that for Western culture, uh, where Korean movies are now, Indian movies were, what's like 10, 15 years ago, where that, why that, they, that why big wave, Bali? uh, man, you can maybe look this up. No, I'm serious. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, but, and I keep on interrupting you. I'm sorry, but this doesn't make any sense. Why are they called? So, so, so Bollywood is uh, Bombay cinema. So uh, Hollywood, but Bollywood for uh, to put it for Bombay, because most of the Hindu language uh, movies are built are based in in Mumbai, uh, formerly Bombay. So it was called Bollywood, a play on Hollywood for for the region. Okay, so I'm I'm so sorry. I did not want to sound ignorant there, but I at least wanted to ask because I don't understand that word. So we get the new Oracle back. And now we're going to get Morpheus is a pro. Okay. <laughs> Bear with me to make sure I have this right. Mm-hmm. In, in this movie, no particular order really, but Morpheus is originally an agent, but he's an agent with a heart of gold and he sides with the good guys and the, he's actually Morpheus, not an agent. But then he's this computer program in the background? Yeah. So this is okay. where I, I was con- confused is that Morpheus was a real person, much like everyone else, that I was aware of for the most part. But in this one, because he had died and was not revived or reincarnated or reconstructed or whatever word you want to use for that, to make sense in sci-fi he has been consciously uploaded into something is that i feel like i'm just making it up wait a minute wait wait. morpheus didn't die in the trilogy well he's not in this one okay so i don't know if if he died somewhere and he's just stuck somewhere or if he ever really existed i I don't i don't know man like is he is he dead or is it just their way of putting around I, I don't know what it is well and, and at this point I, I any interest to look up the answer would it kind of went out because it's just like okay i get it he's he's there i i really don't care anymore well unlike christina ricci movie, was also there too and we don't get a whole much of that so what she's in this movie yes she was in this movie all right so she, she made a quick movie. cameo you didn't see you don't remember no. No, but unlike this movie, uh, you and good, I know man. when She's to finish. Good for her. So I wanted to ask you a question. When I say the word Matrix, you're expecting sci-fi robots versus humans fun action, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not expecting Dawn of the Dead? You know what? If you were to say that, I would think Matrix, as I knew it, is – Gun porn is an action gun porn movie. In that first movie, I remember the guns. I remember that you're able to upload, which we didn't get to see a whole lot up here. 
And no. I really would have liked to, to see it. You got to see uh, Seek Sequoia, I think is his actual name. Uh, like, to be there and was able to visually talk to whoever he was communicating with, I thought that was cool. I liked that. That's for a him nice to, touch. Yeah, that was a nice touch for him to, like, point in the right direction. Oh, you want to go that way? You want to go that way? I liked that. Good improvement. Yeah. But for them, oh, and, and the doorways are now other, they're portals now rather than it being the telephones. That makes sense too. I, I that get that. Or mirrors. Yeah. Yeah, or mirrors too. That, that makes complete sense to me, it, just in tech terms, you know, because right. the theory is that each room is its own, is its own code. So that makes sense to me. I don't like, again, how they're unable to do the uploading because they were able to in the first one where he's just, I don't have guns. Help me out. All of a sudden, boom, you have duffel bags full of guns. Like, that was a cool thing where you could upload and, you know, import, export into the Matrix what you needed to at that time. We don't get a whole lot of that. We don't get the gunfight, or at least not to one that we wanted to. What we got was a lot of, for some reason, uh, guards or sentinels or whatever you want to call them. Uh, very, again, uh, machines supposed to be highly advanced. Unable to shoot people from close range with automatic weapons. Yeah, to this the entire movie. Here's another thing too. They made it very clear in the first movie that that nobody can find an agent, and it was such it was such a big deal to have Neo fight Smith in the subway of the first movie. But they're having a fight, like I was telling earlier when I was asking the question if that was the mayor Vinching or not. They're just fighting these agents with no no rhyme or reason. And no, and, and there's no stakes. Nobody dies when yeah. it comes to that part. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the, you're right. No, nobody dies, even in no. dire situations where they're in a car that's got zerged by a bunch of bodies mm-hmm. of swarm mode, which was actually. I, I give me more of that. I like. I didn't like that. You don't like swarm mode? No, no, because Neil Patrick got to, Neil Patrick Harris or somebody said swarm mode. Or swarm or something. I'm just like, what the fuck is that? We're jumping ahead, but when that happens, I'm like, this is this is Dawn of the Dead. What the fuck is this? It's, this is, it was this a way ridiculous. for them to avoid the rogue agents, right? To Instead of it being class assigned that there were agents who had this power and they could kind of, what, just body jump from... One to the other to, to you know, then they get shot, and then they could just body jump into another, and then they get shot, and then body jump to another. Instead of that, they just have this the swarm of this body just kind of flying at them. Which I again, this is so it's so poorly written for the antagonist. This 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 antagonist who has every every single opportunity in every scene of this movie to to just take it to just win take it and that they, they do nothing the entire right. movie for the most part uh, at least for all the action is in their world is in your backyard in your in your sandbox analyst yeah. you you run the show shut it down turn everything off capture them i, I don't understand why you're they did that bullet time part when they you said when he was doing the data load uh, this was after yes. When is after he got well, uh, when Neil was woken up and he tried to go back for Trinity because this is a love story now, which is another bad thing in this movie. And so the yeah. whole plot of it is that he wakes up and he needs to rescue Trinity. That's the movie. And then when he goes for the first time, Neil Patrick Harris reveals himself to be the analyst and really goes off on the the, the villain monologue. Mm-hmm. Does slows him down to the bullet timing completely. He says it. Yeah, completely has him in that moment. Completely has him in that moment. Completely has Trinity in that moment. Doesn't try to barter, doesn't try to take. Nope. Completely just threatens and just lets happen. Yep. It's it's the dumbest thing, especially for Matrix 3.0 or whatever variation that, that this is. You just let it, you roll over and you just let it happen. Smartest evolutionary thing on Earth ever and you just... It, it makes no sense to me. And they do it repeatedly. Right oh, there, no. you could have a swarm mode. Bullet time, slow it down, activate the swarm mode, have them not on the bullet timing thing, mob up, take, get them out of there. Same Absolutely. thing for Trinity, same thing for Bug, same thing for any of the people that were in there too, and then reload the Matrix. 
cloak them all, get them out of there. Yeah. How, I, you've done it before. You've said you've done it before. You said you've done it multiple times before, and you can't do it now. Right, and and also with with that being said, I mean this. Can you really be mad at that too much though? Because this is standard in Hollywood yes, movies. Yes, because the trope. same part. What the, the hell is Smith does? doing there, George? We didn't even talk about him yet. Well, we did a little bit talk about Smith, but Smith's also a good guy. I don't even know. He's like a mercenary now. He's like, yeah. the, was it the friend of my friend or the enemy of my enemy is my friend? Yeah, at this yeah, point right now. Yeah, yeah. AVP logic. Yeah. Um, it's no the reason why i am not hear me carefully i'm not giving this a mulligan what i'm just saying is that it didn't bother me the villain talking about his master plan because this happens all the time how many times do we get that in movies or comic books where right there it is you have the person that you want you're going to win stop talking and pull the trigger but they never do it so that's why it doesn't bother me because I guess I'm used to it. Um, but then Neo says, hey, Trinity, because I love her, she wants – she has to get out or something. And if and if she wants out, then 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 she's out. Or it's, I'm sorry. I'm confusing myself. So they're in this coffee shop. <laughs> Neo Patrick Harris is there with all these soldier guys. And the humans are at the real world at the farm if you will they're trying to get trinity out of the pod she's unconscious and stuff and neo says something like he makes a deal with neil patrick harris and says that it's up to trinity if she wants to be unplugged and if she does then all bets are off and i win and if not then you put us back in the matrix or something. Now I could be totally wrong, but that's what I took from it. Is that exactly what pretty much what happens? Yeah, that's what I thought was was okay. kind of the, the deal there. Which again, right there. So you're you're saying that you you made the architect or the, I'm talking to analysts by the way. You've created another situation, another situation where you just could have completely taken control and just won the day, and you didn't. You mm-hmm. gave them windows and openings multiple times to do the thing. And then for them to like get on her motorcycle. Oh my god. Yeah. And and flee. It's just again, you 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 run the matrix, dude. You you yeah. control everything and you just can't you know that trope where like the giant is trying to get the little person and he can't because the giant too big, too slow, and the little person just runs through the fingers. Sure. I, I don't know about you, but I would have as I would if I were to find an ant on the ground, I'm not gonna sit here and struggle as this ant is climbing all over me like, Oh, the ant missed again. No, I, I see it. I got a big old hand, I'm just gonna slap it. Like I how is this possible? Like, well, here's a, well. Then we'll go off of that. Here's my here's my frustration. Throw with buildings the, at it, architect. Like you Arch- throw yes. people. Oh, jeez. Right. This is my problem with it. I'm a fan of football. Eric, do you love football? Yes, I do. I love to play Madden. Madden's one of my favorite games to play. I've, I've, you know, I just like Madden. I go in. I turn on my game system. I open franchise mode, and I pick my team, and I control everything: the the uniforms, the stadium everything but sometimes not all the time instead of throwing a controller if you are in the super bowl and you miss the winning field goal what do you do when you're frustrated you just turn it off yeah you see my point yeah and i and i I was and i was going crazy with that so people understand that that's literally the power that the architect has he can just he could just be you playing madden going miss that field goal off of the system and then turn it on two days later and try to kick the winning field goal again. Like that's that's the power this dude has. And just to just to not have that acknowledgement is very frustrating. Now you said he liked the swarm. I don't. It reminded me of a zombie film. The only other compliment I could give this movie is one of the bad CG effects of the original trilogy is when the agents, no matter who they are, take over the human bodies and like the human bodies like start to twitch and it looks weird, you know? Yeah. Um, I liked how the eyes turned black and you had the matrix green code and then boom, they're switched. I like that more. I thought that was a better visual for me. Um, 
but no, uh, we get we get we get a big rooftop battle just like the first one. We got helicopters everywhere. Oh my god! And we got escape, and then oh, Neil's gonna fly. Neil's gonna fly, and oh, 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 Trinity is flying. She saves the day. So is Trinity the one? No, I I, I I'm taking this as both of them are the glitch or the marked. You know that them together creates. Whatever you want to put, you know, and throw love in there somewhere too, because that's the excuse. That's the foil. They, oh, it was. We need to wrap this up. Oh, I know. Let's throw some love at it and roll the credits and call that a day. They, I don't. I think, think that they were just kind of like at half capacity. Like he was able to stop bullets in in this whole sequence because that's all he could do. No matter what size bullet, even missiles, even he right. can just do whatever. Uh, Again, the analysts felt it necessary to only blow up cars when they were close by them, right. but maybe not, you know, pick up the cars, throw them at them, or anything. Or turn the game off. Turn the yeah, game off. You, turn, you could turn the, the game off. You could have done <laughs> so many other things besides give them a path to the top of the whatever, and then use only two helicopters. I guess that's... Only the budget that you have there, analysts. Maybe you're running low on power. Is that what it is, too? Mm -hmm. uh, which, whatever the hell. But, yeah, maybe that they were just, their powers were awakening. That they were a little bit rusty because they obviously had to get their, they had amnesia. And they had to remember how to be the one again. What Do you know there? where this movie's going to go? And In, I guess in I'll the toilet, that. Jordan. Well, yes, but before your Parker ratings, my end of two cents of it is... Um, if you're going to go ridiculous, if you're going to go camp, if you're going to be meta and just be a doucher, um, then I got a plot for you in the second movie. Since it's all about love, this is what should happen then. I'm not saying I want it. If you know what I'm trying to say, not that I would like this, but, uh, uh, we need to have Neo's Adam and, and Trinity's Eve, right? So yeah. their love, their love's going to create, uh, uh, Cain and Abel, right? That's what we need to do. Sure. There's, and the reason why I'm saying that is because these movies do have religious undertones with them. So because of that, that's where they should take it. They didn't take it that way. But I want to hear where you're going to take it. So, Eric, what is your popcorn rating? That was a good segue. To Matrix Resurrections. Oh, man. You know what you're going to give it. Yeah, I, I really – I don't Come often on. give it, but I, I do want to give this thing a no bag, man. Mm-hmm. There's so many things wrong with this this movie. Yeah. There's so many things wrong. The I can't get over like how many situations the analyst just made for himself to not do anything. You hold all the cards and you thought to yourself, "Hmm, okay, there's two battlegrounds we could do. There's one where the real world where I have all the power and I could just make all the decisions because the one has no abilities in this real world or right. I could just Fight everyone in the Matrix right here, where they have all the power. Hmm, I'll do that. I have an idea. I'll go to the war with no guns, and I'll give them nukes. That sounds fair. <laughs> I, it, it's it, it, it's probably probably the stupidest villain in in a movie in in the longest longest time. I could probably think of many many more like dumb dumb villains, but I feel like even them. It was just like one situation where they messed up or sure. one thing that they failed to account for or didn't see. This was just – it was blatant and it was repeated. This It was the dumbest computer program, AI, whatever the hell. It, it was just horrible. It was horrible. I couldn't – I was fine to get over Morpheus. I was fine to get over the whole botany, IO thing, the Niobe thing. I'm, I'm cool. The Robot Wars, okay – it's a big pill to swallow. I'm still here with you. Uh, the the allegiance that they have towards the blind allegiance that they had towards Neo, and then like some of the naysayers are like, "Oh, I don't think he's real." Then why'd you do? Then why'd you do the mission? You telling me? Oh, I, I have my doubts. You went all this way. You risked lives to 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 get him out. To now say, "Oh, I don't think he's real." Then why are you even here? What is what is your purpose on IO, man? Like, why are you, are you fighting the machines, or do you not care about it? What everything about every character seemed so horribly off. There was no motivation. There was it was horribly targeted for them to do this just as a love story, so they could live in the Matrix that they don't own. That it's the ro it it 
No bag. You okay? You okay? <laughs> Are you okay? No, no, oh no. I wanted I much. I see this man in a while. Because there were so many things. Smith is completely irrelevant in this movie. Like we Whoa. we didn't talk about a, 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 a. He was only there to to fight a few times and to give some sort of fan service. He doesn't have an ending. He just kind of fights and lives in the shadows. Does that mean again, analysts, that you just are a people or things just able to just roam? freely in this world that you created like is there no is there no firewall or filter that you have in place in this you're telling me that like anything from the outside could just 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 come in and just take whatever they wanted to it it just seems so horribly thought of like that nobody lana wakowski wrote this script script and was just like hey let's green light it and then people were just like whoa can we can we read that to maybe uh, double check no it's good as it is oh all right then everyone Let's uh, green light this this draft here. We're good to go. No, 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 no. We'll just uh. Here's the money. Here's the two hundred million dollars. Oh, here we go. Actually, one hundred eighty million dollars. And uh, and we'll just ask questions later. Yeah. So um, I mean, you and I are totally in agreement with each other. I mean, no bag for sure. I can't believe it. Um, I think we're following a trend that the first movie of the year we always review is a no bag. Um, this movie had a lot of potential with it. It had a good trailer. It got me intrigued about it. It was not at all what the movie was. Um, I did not care about any of the actors at all. And these are people that I generally care about. I mean, I like Keanu Reeves for what he is. And I've always been a Neil Patrick Harris guy. He's always been fun. The problem with Neil Patrick Harris is that he's playing Neil Patrick Harris and uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. That's yeah. what he is in this movie. It's, 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 it's cartoonish. It's ridiculous. It's um, out of nowhere. I don't like any of the new human characters they bring into play. Um, this is not a movie that I'm happy with. Um, and like I said, though, I'm not a fan of the trilogy. I'm a fan of the first one. So I was hoping they were going to do that. Uh, they did in the first minute, which was pretty stupid. Um, yeah, Eric, you and I could not be any more on the same page than what we are right now. Like, this is, this is bad. So I guess I'll tell the fans this. If you love the trilogy, it's worth a watch. Sure, go ahead. But if you're like me, just you just like the first one, skip it. I mean, this is this is John Wick and uh, what other ones? Never mind. I've Speaking lost, of, I lost uh, one of John Wick, uh, Trinity was married uh, to a Chad in this movie, and uh, that was Chad. Uh, 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 was it Stalhelski, the director of John Wick? Oh, look at that. They made a little, little little cameo in this. You, you know what? I, this this movie should have been two or three different movies, and the first movie should have been hyper focused on the world of the robot wars and IO, and your your climax should have been either freeing Morpheus or freeing Neo. Right, right. And this time, go free Morpheus. You know why not? Yeah, um, and then maybe at the at the end, reveal that MPH was is the analyst and that he's your big bad. Right. There's your trilogy. Yeah. But we didn't do that. So, but fans, we've gone on long enough. We appreciate, like always, everybody downloading and listening to our most recent episodes here. So, like always, check us out at MovieGuysPodcast at Poppy.com. Wherever you get your podcast from, we are on. Check us out on social media as well. We are on uh, Twitter at MovieGuysPod. So, thank you so much for downloading and listening. And we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night.